Are you, like pretty much every parent of younger kids I know, looking for a smart entertainment option for your kids? Designed for kids ages 6 and up, Mysteries About True Histories, also known as Math, How Smart Is That?, is a weekly podcast full of time travel, puzzles, hidden equations, history, and humor. And while kids will enjoy the stories anchored around characters like troublesome trolls, pirate queens, and mysterious aunts, adults can benefit too. I admittedly delighted in learning a thing or two about Pythagoras and triangles in one episode. Every episode follows two best friends, Max and Molly, who work together to solve riddles and math equations during their time-traveling adventures. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code-breaking, pattern-solving, and more, all weaving humor in with education to make learning fun. Episodes drop every Thursday and are about 15 minutes long, a great length for transition times during the day or a bedtime treat. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Welcome to Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, your host, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you will come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Hello, friends. I thought it would be fun to have an episode about my favorite things that I'm using right now. These have actually been my favorite things for some time, but I haven't really pulled them together in this way. So I think this will be a really fun, lighthearted episode. But before we get there, I had two pieces of housekeeping that I wanted to share. The first is about something new related to this show that I'm very excited about. And I have been thinking about trying something new for the show, specifically short form episodes, maybe six to eight minutes in length, laser focused on a question or a small issue. And the reason I've been thinking about this is because in the words of my very smart friend, Jessica Ashley, you can actually hear her in the episode Navigating Divorce and Single Parenting. She once said to me, Sometimes when it comes to content, you only want or have time for a snack, not a full meal. And I think about that comment kind of all the time, actually, as it relates to content, as much as I do love long form. And then the other thing is, I just get a lot of one-off questions all the time about things. And so they don't always make it into a full episode or they're just aren't enough weeks for me to produce full episodes. So anyway, this seemed like a great idea to me, but the whole point is that I want to help people with things that they're struggling with. So even though I know I just said I get questions all the time, I didn't have a sort of concentrated group of them right in front of me that I had collected in some systematic way to really prove my concept. (laughs) So I decided to cast out on Instagram to see if this idea had legs. If people had questions for me, I mentioned why I was thinking of this and what people might want to ask me. And I asked folks to direct message me if they had specific questions. Well, apparently the idea does have legs. 
there were so many questions across all sorts of topics, parenting, food, wellness, work, organization, relationships. If there was a category, it was represented, it feels like. So I'm going to do this. This is how I roll when I get excited about a creative idea, and I'm really excited to see how it comes together. And actually, depending on a few logistical things on this side, this new series, which I'm calling the mini edit, also credit the title to Jessica Ashley. Thank you, Jess. It may have actually launched by the time this full episode on Favorite Things is up, or if not, it will be live not long after because I've already sketched out the first couple of episodes. I'm hoping to start bi-weekly. And if it proves doable for me from a workflow perspective, I will see if I can maybe even make it a weekly series. And I'm thinking right now that I'll launch on Mondays. So you'll get one snack-sized episode from me on Monday and then a regular episode on Thursday. I don't know. That feels really fun. Anyway, I'm so excited. There's so many great questions, and I think it will be really wonderful and a way to just get a quick dose of Edit Your Life when you only have a little bit of time. So please send me your questions. You could send them to edityourlifeshow at gmail.com, or you can direct message me on Instagram or Facebook, either at Edit Your Life Show or Dr. Christine Co., wherever you happen to see me. And feel free to send multiple questions at the same time. A lot of people have done that already. Now, just a few quick final notes on this new project is that if you send me questions, I will take that as consent that I can read the questions if it's kind of a longer form thing. I won't identify you, just know that, but I want to be able to put into context the questions on the air. I will try to mix the content to hit lots of different areas. That's going to be something very intentional for me. I think my first two planned episodes, one hits on wellness, personal wellness, and the other is a home tactic. And then I will say in some cases, I'm finding that the questions require a full meal, not a snack. So I will be holding some of the more complex involved questions for full episodes. And that's become an active part of my planning process. So even though I have literally been only turning this over in my mind for like 10 days, I'm off to the races with it. So I'm very excited and I can't wait to hear what you think. And then the second piece of housekeeping is about long-form content, actually. And I just wanted to reshare that a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned that I started writing on Substack, and I would just love for you to subscribe if you enjoy longer-form essay writing. All you need to do is pop your email in at christineco.substack.com, and you will receive my weekly essays to your inbox. And if you decide you want to engage, you can simply write me an email and respond direct to the email newsletter, or you can leave comments and engage with the community via the web-based version of the email newsletter. It's pretty cool. And it's so interesting because when I started on Substack, though I was 100% excited about it, I was unsure of whether it would stick for me. And I can say that, yes, It fills a wonderful, creative, reflective niche for me. I still love Instagram as a social sharing and chatting platform, but I don't like algorithms and character count restrictions are hard for me. 2,200 characters is not enough. And also the last thing on Substack is that if you haven't read it already, 
I recommend that you read the incredible story that led to the unearthing of another incredible story in the post Making a Case for Slow Reading. I will link it up in the show notes. And the wild thing was that that residual story grew further legs in the days after I published it. And then if you are a parent of kids, no matter what age, I think my essay, Is the Second Semester Ache a Thing? As of the time of this recording, I just published it yesterday, and I've heard from a lot of people about it. And so I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, we'll be right back. Understood is a resource I have recommended for many years to parents looking for support with learning and thinking differences such as ADHD, dyslexia, and more. And I'm subsequently excited to tell you about their podcast, Understood Explains. This season, the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. They cover topics such as how to tell if your child needs an IEP, common myths about special education, and the difference between IEPs and 504 plans. I love how Understood Explains breaks down the overwhelm by unpacking an important topic each season and then drilling down further into key basics in each episode. Most episodes are between 10 to 15 minutes, and episodes are available in both English and Spanish. So fantastic, right? To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains wherever you get your podcasts. Did you know that hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in our skin, but decreases gradually as we age, leading to thinner, drier skin? If you're looking for support hydrating your skin from the inside out, check out one of the tools in my hydration arsenal, Rituals Hyacera, which I take every morning. Rituals products are tested and validated by a third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals, and Hyacera is clinically proven to reduce fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. They also engage in industry-leading sustainability standards and are a female-founded B Corp, which means they hold themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. Want to join me in hydrating from the inside out? Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash edit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash edit for 25% off. Okay, friends, let's dive into some of my favorite things. So I have these broken down into categories. And the first one is home and fun. And the first favorite thing is the New York Times spelling bee. So John got me a subscription to New York Times games for my birthday last year. And I actually wasn't sure how much I would use it, but the spelling bee is now a daily source of joy for me. On school mornings, Vi and I have a little routine where we get through the initial school day prep, breakfast, lunch making, that kind of stuff. And then we cuddle up until 6.50 in the morning and we crack open spelling bee to see what words we missed the previous day. And then I like to give her a first go at the new spelling bee before I jump in. It's really lovely. It's cuddly. It's fun. It's also turned out that John and I compare words at the end of the day and see how we're doing. And then also actually with the New York Times games, we 
also usually end up playing the mini crossword. And then sometimes Vi does Vertex, which is a really cool visual game or puzzle. I don't know what you what you would call it, but it's really, really lovely. And we do that depending on how our time is looking in the morning. But it's been really fun. And I will say that the spelling bee has led to some residual sex ed lessons as we've come up to various words in the bee. So it's been awesome. My second favorite thing is a game called Guesters. This is our new favorite family game. It was a Christmas present from my brother-in-law. And think charades, but it has a slightly clunky but highly entertaining gizmo on a timer. So you pick your four cards. They vary in being easy, medium, or hard level. You place them in this little gizmo. It looks kind of like one of those... um, you know, act one, those snappy things that the move they use on the movie sets. You put your four cards in there and they drop down as the timer runs out. So if you don't make a correct guess by the time the person plucks the card out, you lose that card. Anyway, we were all laughing so hard playing this game. It's fun for all ages. It's super silly. Vi has proven to be a guesters magician in terms of her acting. It's just been awesome. So I highly recommend if you're looking for a fun family activity. Okay, another thing related to home. I know I'm wildly late to this party, but I will say that I started watching Never Have I Ever on Netflix. This show by Mindy Kaling launched in 2020, but I just started watching it a couple weeks ago and I love it. The jokes are so on point and it took me a couple of episodes to get over my basic awe of seeing a high school show oriented around a diverse cast. It is amazing. (laughs) And then my last recommendation in the home category I'm sorry, I have a smile on my face as I'm about to say this is that I ordered a light up dog collar. I'm now one of those people and I'm totally okay with it. Though I will say with some seriousness that a dog sadly was recently hit by a car in my neighborhood. So I got a little panicky about visibility. And then if we're out in the woods or something and it's getting darker, it's great to have that light up collar on. So I will link all of these things in the show notes so you can find them. But I did some digging to try to compare different brands and the one that we have works really well. Okay. And then my next category I wanted to share relates to work. I have two things I want to share here. The first is something I shared a bunch about on Instagram stories, and it is my standing desk. So in my episode on embracing micro goals, I talked about my office declutter goals. And then in a following episode where I was giving a little update on micro goals, I talked about how I went ahead and ordered a standing desk and it meant that I needed to dump out and reconfigure my entire office in order to make room for the desk, which was a chaotic, but really, really good process. But the standing desk, I absolutely love it. I will link it up. I just got it on Amazon, but it looks very nice. I managed to even put it together by myself, which was really quite something because I'm not good with directions and tools, but I did it. (laughs) So if I can do it, I feel like anybody can. And it's great. I, I actually honestly have used it mostly in the sitting mode, but when I want to, it's really easy to put it into standing mode. 
And the desk that I got has like a little second shelf with two linen drawer containers. So it's nice to be able to have things at different levels, have my monitor higher, and then also have some minimal space for other little things. So I am just loving the standing desk. And the next phase would be to get the walking treadmill under it, but I am waiting till I get to Q2 to do that. (laughs) And then the other thing that I've been using in my desk is something I talked about ages ago, but was using it in my living room, but now I'm using it in my office. And that is my heating pad. My office is freezing. I've talked about this before. It sits over my garage and has two outside facing walls and the insulation situation is not great in here. It's routinely about 59 or 60 degrees in here. Anyway, I resist using a standing heater because at one point I learned that using it at the level that actually warmed the space up was equivalent to something like having 15 light bulbs on and I completely freaked out. (laughs) And at one point, Violet suggested using my heating pad. And before I reconfigured my office, that was not possible because the heating pad cord would not reach my outlets. But now in my new reconfiguration, it does. So. I have been using my heating pad every day. I love it. It's amazing. And I should note that it's much better. At one point, I bought heating pad massage thingy for my office chair, and that did not work well for me. So this is a much simpler and much better and less expensive solution. Okay. After a quick break, I'm going to get to a few more of my favorite things in the realms of beauty and apparel. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad 
to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Okay, friends, we're back. And I want to share a few of my latest beauty favorites. I actually just yesterday ordered a couple more things based on my interview with Lizzie Bermudez, but I haven't tried them yet. So I'm going to hold those for the future to see how it works out. Uh, But I will link up Lizzie's episode because I do link to the products she recommended in that episode. So the first item is super affordable and really lovely, and it is an ice roller. I'll link the one that I use in the show notes, but basically an ice roller is a handle with a detachable rolling head, and you put the detachable rolling head in the freezer. And then when you need it, you just roll all over your face. I press it gently on my eyes. It feels amazing. I have a gua sha as well, but somehow the ice roller is way more satisfying for me to use, and I use it every morning. And actually, I use it every morning while Vi and I do the spelling bee, the aforementioned spelling bee. And part of our ritual is I give her first dibs on the ice roller, and then I give her first dibs on the spelling bee, and it's really lovely. So it's very soothing. It feels great, especially because my eyes have been very, very tired lately. The second thing I want to recommend is a little spendier, but I bought a tub of these for my birthday last year, and they are the 24 karat gold eye patches by Peter Thomas Roth. And I love these. They're very hydrating. I keep my jar in the refrigerator. And then when I need them, I actually, they're supposed to go under the eyes, but I first put them over my eyes, like on the upper lids, and then I flip them over and use them under. So each side gets a use. (laughs) And listen, I'm a rule breaker. They feel fantastic and they really hydrate the tired creases in my eyes. So I use those when I need some extra relief beyond the ice roller. I actually used them this morning and they were fantastic. Okay. My next beauty pick is Woosh Beauty for when I need to use makeup. I actually connected with the founder just in a friendly way through a mutual friend maybe last year, and she sent me their palette and and a few products, and I love their fold-out. I think it's called the fold-out face, and it's just this makeup palette that includes the eyeshadows, concealer, contouring stuff, blush, and then overall coverage. And it's fantastic. You you choose a palette based on your skin tone. She chose one for me based on my profile picture and totally nailed it. And I love using it. I absolutely love using it. And it just keeps things really simple. I use it when I travel as well. And it's just beautiful and wonderful and feels great. So yes, Woosh Beauty, definitely recommend checking out the palette. It is super awesome. When I need to step things up, a little bit in the makeup department. The other thing I wanted to recommend are Ardell fake lashes and clear lash glue. <laughs> Eyelashes have been a little bit of a sticking point, a sad sticking point for me because I'm Asian. My eyelashes are very sparse. And because of my monolid situation, trying to use fake lashes, the ones that are a full arc of lashes, 
just has been really hard for me, whether I'm using traditional glue, I've tried magnetic, I've tried many, many things. So I worked with a fabulous makeup artist this past summer when I was doing a project with ButcherBox, and she used these individual cluster lashes, which it seems like a lot more work to put on a bunch of little clusters than one strip of them, but it's so much easier, it's faster, and it looks more natural than one arc of lashes. So after talking with her about where she gets stuff, I ordered a bunch, different lengths, short, medium, and long. And I found a YouTube tutorial to remind me how to do it, especially with my Asian eyes. And I will try to dig up that YouTube tutorial about applying clusters. But I will say I had only done done this one time before last time using the fake lashes. And then recently for my friend Paige's 50th birthday party, I knew I wanted to use them again. And I was able to just put them on lightning fast. It's it's really not rocket science and it's so much easier than full strip lashes. So I will link up everything I'm using because it was a little confusing to kind of navigate through and find what I needed. And the last item on the beauty train is Garnier Micellar Water. This winter for Christmas, Laurel developed a skincare routine for me. She is amazing on the skincare and recommended a bunch of things that are all awesome. But one of the things that she got me that I absolutely love is this micellar water. And basically it's makeup remover, but somehow all the other makeup removers I have used have a kind of greasy residue. This one does not. It just literally feels like wiping your face with water, but magically all of the makeup comes off. It's so, so great. And it's affordable I'm a big fan of trying to find beauty products that are drugstore <laughs> leveling cost. You know, I, I will splurge on other things too, but this is a great drugstore find. So I will link this up in the notes too. And the last category I want to hit on of favorite things is apparel. And most of it is very comfy. So the first thing, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this word right. I've tried many times and it's hard, but Vori joggers. <laughs> These dreamy joggers, when I first heard about them from multiple friends, I was kind of like, really? Like $90 or whatever it is for a pair of joggers? But they are like butter. The classic performance joggers, I wear them all the time. And I'm not kidding. I think the one thing that I want for my 50th birthday this year is a second pair of Vuori joggers so that I have a pair to wear when my first pair is in the laundry. That's how great they are. <laughs> okay, second apparel item are the Shearling lined Birkenstock clogs. I own the metallic summer sandals, and this winter I decided to splurge on the Shearling clogs so I can live my best life, and they are awesome. I wear them outside. They're a little dodgy on the ice, but otherwise they are great for trucking around when there's not a lot of snow and ice on the ground. So comfy. The third item are the t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts from Life is Good. My husband gifted me several of their tees for Christmas and they are so comfy. I love them so much. And yeah, I wear them all the time. I wear them just by themselves as casual wear. 
I also wear them under fancy sweaters when I just need another cozy layer next to my skin. They're just so comfy and I love them. I think you can't go wrong probably with any of their comfy long sleeve tees. And then finally, I have to give another shout out to Rent the Runway. This is the rental clothing service that I detailed in my clothing rental experiment episode. And it just makes getting dressed so much easier and so much more fun. And I specifically wanted to call out two major things. Since starting my membership on October 2nd, I have not bought a single piece of clothing, socks, underwear, anything. Not that you can rent socks or underwear from them, but still, I've not bought a single thing, which is amazing. (laughs) The other thing about Rent the Runway, which I thought everybody knew about, but I was just talking to one of my sisters about it this past weekend and she didn't realize it, so I thought I would bring it up, is that Rent the Runway, using it means less laundry because you just send back everything you wear to be laundered by them. So this means I have very little laundry to do, just the basics like my underwear and my Vuori joggers and Life is Good (laughs) t-shirts. It's amazing. I mean, I'm really living a better life. And actually, in a more serious vein, it does just make my life simpler and easier. I know what clothes I'm going to be wearing. I map it out. It makes things easier to get dressed and it's just fantastic. So if you want to give it a try, I also have a code that you can use if you'd like to use it. You can go to edityourlifeshow.com slash rent and my special code to get 40% off will show up at the top. It's Christine K RTR. So yeah, give it a try. And if you try it, I would love to see what you're wearing because I've had so much fun with it. Okay, friends, those are my favorite things that I wanted to share in this episode. I hope I've given you a little inspiration, whether you're looking to try something new or treat yourself or edit a routine or ask for something for your birthday or what have you. And I would love to hear if you end up trying anything. You'll find the show notes for this episode, including links to resources and related episodes at edityourlifeshow.com. And as ever, I would love to hear your thoughts and questions. Please come say hello on Instagram or Facebook at Edit Your Life Show or send an email to edityourlifeshow at gmail.com. I would also be grateful if you would drop Edit Your Life, a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a pod-loving friend about the show. Thanks for listening. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.